Hi guys and welcome to Pole Ki Pole. I'm with my very good friend uh, Shamin Sabah Hussain. Shamin, how are you? Uh, we are all under quarantine and uh, we think it's a, I think this is uh, the best time to actually get on a podcast and talk about some serious topics. What do you think? Hi Paul. Hi everyone. Yes, that is correct. Uh, now that everybody is sitting on their couches with their laptops, nobody's going anywhere, so that gives us all the time to be connected with, you know, our loved ones and our friends. virtually and internet and the 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 online uh, platforms uh, i think now we are able to get 100% out of them we are understanding the importance of their their use and uh, how easy it is making the, these things are making uh, communication for us absolutely i i mean even in these dark times when we can't even head out you know without the fear of being caught by the cops or just <laughs> just to get grocery or being caught by a deadly virus i think uh, technology has saved our life imagine this thing if it would have happened 10 years ago only 10 years ago when we had nothing of this sort right you know right. and the fastest internet anyone had was around like 128 kbps or something or less than that actually oh yes just think about it yeah like life would have been hellish back then Uh, but maybe you know but we are lucky uh, we are in the situation the way we are imagine if you would have been one of those migrant laborers who has to walk around a few thousand or 100 kilometers just to go back home for no fault of theirs you know so oh, that is that is something which is heartbreaking um i i am not sure where the gap is because i can see that in india various state governments including the delhi government has announced uh direct health distribution packages and uh, they have kind of given a commitment that they will ensure that these workers get their rations and uh, uh, and the food supplies etc but clearly that is not happening and and these people do not even have the confidence on the government maybe the government has never built it maybe they just they will uh, make those promises for for press release and uh, the execution Absolutely. that actually happens on the ground is completely different story Um, yeah the thing is we we are maybe we are not uh, able to empathize with the situation of of these migrant workers they do not have work anymore and uh, despite knowing that there is no uh, easy transport services available for them they have started walking towards their hometowns uh in in such heat and in such um, uh, risky situations so definitely they are going through something um very very concerning we are not able to empathize with that and even after uh, this news of migrant workers uh, walking towards their uh, home states uh, i have heard that the up government has taken some action today for mm-hmm. for moving this uh, workers so i think there is a gap there is a large gap between the promises and the execution which which must be um, must be reduced or or it should not be there in fact i i do not have any expectations out of these schemes which they put out i think these schemes are put out only to make uh, you know press releases as you mentioned and i am not uh, like i'm not con- complaining about the current government i'm just talking about government in general you know i'm mm-hmm. not any pro political party or anything you must be knowing that i'm pretty centrist in nature and uh, in fact like my recent vote was a nota 
you know like there is nothing which uh, rings louder than a, uh, than a vote you know yes. you can say all that you want but ultimately if you vote a certain party it shows where your confidence and where your trusts and your expectations lie in the current scheme of things yes. and i'm not saying just because i voted nota it means that uh, you know i achieved some great thing but i genuinely believe uh, you know it rings in well with uh, today's topic of discussion between the both of us which is you know the right to ask questions of authority you know and uh, before we begin that like and by authority we obviously mean government and uh, other authoritarian uh, uh, you know institutions in our lives whether it be corporate authority or uh, academic authority or governmental authority you know and my my thing is before we even begin that i would like to say that questioning something or questioning anyone in india especially the people in authority or positions of authority is a cultural problem more than an institutional problem because we have this pathetic concept of respecting elders no matter what you know which i believe is unfounded which i believe is undeserved and uh, i think i think we should uh, we should respect only what's uh, respected and sorry uh, what's uh, what deserves to be respected and rather than just respecting by default so on that note i would like to open the floor for you okay paul yes i i agree with that and uh, yes it's a cultural norm that anybody who is a senior to you must be respected but i i think it's the time has long passed that we change the model or the framework um, uh, which people use to 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 consider somebody respectable and it has to be owned instead of you know just because you are senior or you are an old person you deserve the respect absolutely absolutely and i see a lot of people equating you know questioning the government uh, uh, in terms of like uh, equating it with actually putting a spoke in the wheel of the government which i completely disagree you must have you must have yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. so unless you criticize the government and unless you ask questions why was this not done efficiently or why could not have it have been done in a better manner or why is not some uh, why is something not being done at all unless you uh, keep the authorities on their toes there is always a high probability of uh, abuse of power and uh, position which which uh, i think the examples of which we see on a everyday uh, basis um, yeah yeah and and asking questions i mean uh, have we not all uh through our academics and through our uh, uh, life lessons learned that unless you ask questions you will never be able to make that uh, incremental improvement in the um, in the situation in in the cob uh, wheels i would say um unless you criticize something there there is no scope for improvement because then then uh, absolutely right there's, there's there is no incentive there is no incentive to actually take care of any loopholes that might arise you know like you know and and what's the point of a democracy if you can't question anything then 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 there is no point of it right and i, I mean i've seen it in corporate also right ki if your boss is questioning you all the time and this is best case scenario obviously yes. it means probably he or she actually wants you to improve upon the presentation you know yes 
and uh, uh, questioning your government is really important and i think it is very natural for outsiders like uh, outside india in the west especially to question the government it's easier for them because i think uh, it's a cultural issue as i mentioned mm. in india our leaders we take them very seriously because they are mascots of identity correct oh yes and and india we also have this thing called uh, uh, god worship right the 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 very successful or the very popular faces or or for that matter politicians movie stars cricketers we god worship them we do not uh, uh, we we give them this larger than uh, life uh, position and and because of which we we inherently uh, unconsciously feel that questioning them would be something wrong to do sacrilegious yes that's the word yes blasphemous i think i think if you if you see there are there are like different groups different <laughs> communities in our uh, uh, country and you know castes subcastes within those religions regions in fact you know we are india is a country where everyone is divided uh, horizontally vertically diagonally in some cases you know <laughs> sometimes on gender sometimes religion region you know castes subcastes all that jazz everyone has a mascot and everyone thankfully is represented more often than not on the political side on the political spectrum yes. and if you actually go ahead and question someone you know uh, you know a little too aggressively people believe they are not questioning them with good intent but rather questioning them to you know negate the progress of that said community you know and i think we take everything personally because of that very reason i don't think we have many things to feel common about although we are working on it in our country but i still think it will take another 20 25 years for us to find a common thread and find something to become more indian you know rather than being uh, part of community x or community y or community z and maybe that is why questioning government and questioning authority becomes such a huge problem no that's true and now that you have mentioned common uh, cause uh, i would i would call it a common cause which brings people together and uh, you know uh enforces uh, the the thought process of all the people despite having different political uh, uh inclinations uh is is the current uh, coronavirus outbreak if you see in india uh, especially nobody is right now talking about uh, uh political religious agendas uh, no violence is happening uh, i mean after the delhi riot aftermath nothing uh, has happened and uh, even politicians they have changed the way they are talking in media in uh, in their uh, gatherings i don't know why people are still gathering that's such a foolish thing to do i mean recently the madhya pradesh uh, fiasco that happened when 21 mlas joined the bjp party and uh, <clears throat> uh, the the bjp folks were partying with with a large gathering with a large set of people see we were not supposed to be a political but this came over here okay that's that's true that's true and i think one good thing that has happened in the past uh, 15 days out of the all the bad things that have happened i've seen the media has also ensured that they aren't sensationalizing things which might cause societal damage otherwise they always do that you know yeah. and our media is also quite complicit in not questioning the government if you ask me okay. i mean there are sides of the media which will always question the government no matter what whatever good they do but there are also sides of the media as we really know and they are called godi media <laughs> <laughs> and those guys those guys will always support the government no matter what and i think we should have a more centrist approach to things 
i think i think that helps i don't know what's your uh, take on that um first of all i think this categorization of uh, people in into these uh, you know different categories left wing right wing central far left far right i don't know how much that works uh, uh a uh, centrist if you if you go by the definition i i would call myself a centrist but other people would perceive me as a leftist yeah i think i even i would uh, perceive you as a leftist actually yes, yes. so so the definition itself is changing uh, uh, from uh, person to person i know a lot of right wing people who uh, i perceive them as right wing but they call themselves uh, centrist and from time to time they they do criticize uh, some government policies which they think is not in the general uh, oh those kids some of these people some of the, these people are very close friends of mine and they do criticize uh, the the government policies or uh, executions or the results when when they think that uh, it is a genuine case but the core issue always remains uh, uh, you know the the religious and uh, the the political propaganda which does not uh, help in the creation of that common cause which brings people together that's that's fair that's fair but i still feel uh, we we cut each other off more than we need to cut e- the politicians off their high horse if you ask me which is actually quite sad we keep fighting with, amongst ourselves online yeah. rather than actually questioning questioning the government you know yeah. and actually keeping them accountable for their actions i mean that's is there is there any way i th- you think social media has made it much more toxic and much more difficult to question the government than it was before i think it it cannot be uh, looked at only one angle i think it has also made it easier for our people to question the government because now we have uh, easier um, access to data now we have easier access to people through social media when we are asking questions yeah. and it also helps yeah. other people to maybe even if they don't change their thought process or their direction or their political inclination they will at least think about it ki okay this the, these 10 questions have come um uh, criticizing the government maybe one of them is true and absolutely absolutely and we and it helps us at least think that you know that at least even for a second we shouldn't think of these people as gods you know these are human beings they have their own agendas whether they are the bjp or the congress or the left wing or whatever the hell you know like the communist party or the regional parties you know we we shouldn't we shouldn't be taking these guys for their word yeah. you know there should always be a healthy amount of cynicism that we must employ while thinking and conversing about them yeah and that that requires a lot of subtlety and a lot of sophistication in terms of uh, having uh, a government and having a country which i don't think we have reached yet as i said no. i still think we we treat our people our politicians like mascots oh yes i completely agree with that because imagine disagreeing with the government like uh, 20 years ago what is the max that you could have done written a letter to times of india <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly exactly uh, and uh, so social media so in in uh, chemical experiments uh, you would have the you would have read about the role of catalyst right catalyst yeah it yeah. comes and doesn't change itself but changes the whole equation yes. and, and it it accelerates the reaction so social media for me is an is a kind of catalyst which accelerates uh, the 
public reaction whether it be positive or whether it be negative the toxicity that you are mentioning about and the uh, hateful conversations that happen on social media everybody is aware of uh, aware about that so social media plays the role of uh, basically a catalyst which is um, accelerating or exaggerating whatever is happening whether it is positive whether it is negative i would say absolutely and uh, i so it exaggerates both sides the good yeah. and the bad yeah. right but uh, as i said once again uh, our people do not have the maturity to make the difference <laughs> you know oh, right? yes. they, yes. they take they, they take everything seriously <laughs> and uh, i think i think a little bit of humor once in a while uh, doesn't hurt and uh, i think we should one good thing which has happened is every side because of social media and because of questioning the government every side has to strengthen their arguments to or for or against correct otherwise earlier yeah. it used to be so lazy right you know like this person or this politician has done this or that because this is what they felt you know and he is great or he is bad that's it that's where it ended there wasn't yeah. any analysis there wasn't any uh, thought process behind it in terms of at least those conversations you know yeah. i have seen a lot of idol worship in my uh, household because i'm a maharashtrian and we also love our politics and we love our politicians you know and i have seen my parents and some of my relatives many of my relatives in fact mm. talk about politicians as if they were superheroes and i was like what's wrong with you where's your self respect you know where's your self respect like i can understand like bihar has this thing you know if you speak to any bihari uh, they all know everything about politics they love politics of you course know? and where i come you're from you're from jharkhand yeah yes. of course who am i talking to yeah, you're from jharkhand like it's a it's a it's like the way people discuss sports they discuss <laughs> politics over there and they are very educated when it comes to politics in maharashtra it is entertainment you know it's like are tere ko pata hai aisa kya usse aisa kya i'm like relax you know like you're not supposed to approach it this way and uh, i think that makes uh, so social media has removed that part at least although there are certain sections of social media where idol worship is very common but uh, we can ignore it and the main thing of social media and questioning the government where everyone is squabbling with each other and i think i prefer that to idol worship to blind worshiping i think that is uh, much more preferable uh, to me in my eyes uh, and uh, i think we should uh, this is this is the formation of critical thinking and uh, i think they should teach that in schools oh yes and but it it uh, i'm not sure um, how the the school lessons are happening in the last uh, 10 years but at least when i was in school and when i was part of uh, the undergrad academics yeah i remember some of the best teachers i have um, memories of they always used to um make us ask questions instead of they asking yeah. questions and uh, uh, you know uh, asking us to answer to them and forcing us to believe their point of view yes they would rather they would rather ask us what do you think about this and that is something which uh, which enforces somebody to use the pragmatic part of their brains and and uh, develop uh, an approach which is um, which comes from all the angles because when you start holistic holistic approach yes that is what i would Fair. i'll also remind you that you come from because of your capability shamin you come from schools and colleges which are of high quality okay <laughs> so i will not expect everyone to have that kind of an education where i think the kind of education you went through had was a socratic method is that what it is that what they call it you know 
uh, where you have to question and learn. The yeah. only way of learning, answering and learning is questioning and finding the answer yourself. Yes. If I'm not wrong, it's called the Socratic method. The Socratic uh, maybe. method. And and uh, uh, in my high school, in my undergrad school, um, mm. uh, I think some of the teachers were very good at this. But uh, in in during my MBA, I have seen most of the teachers follow this approach. The the approach yeah. of case studies, the approach of absolutely uh, critical. critical critical analysis yeah. in everything. Yes, in everything. Yeah. So we we both have a common background of being part of B schools, right? Yeah. So I know what you are talking about. In fact, we had some professors who were like extreme left wing, but they were honest about it, and they were like, "Challenge me! I want you guys to challenge me on my own views." You know, right. they never forced it upon us. Right. They never forced it upon us. I mean, those professors are also humans. They have every right to be centrist, left wing, right wing. Okay. Yeah. Even we had some professors who were extreme right wing, like right wing to an extent. We were scared of them. Like, <laughs> oh my god. and there were some left wing professors who we were scared of again because nobody likes extremists right yeah. whether you are left wing or right wing an extremist is an extremist an extremist you know? is an extremist and extremism or i i would rather uh, uh, say religious extremism is something um, which, which unappealing which is unappealing and uh, our political dangerous nations are uh, um, what do you call it the 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 legislative and the judiciary affiliations that we have and our tendencies to criticize that all come down to that root of uh, religious extremism and which which causes the main issue in in the the process of asking questions and holding the government accountable yeah taking things personally once again getting back to the whole thing right and so so as i was saying like in my b school also we had professors who were very upfront about their views very honest about their positions in life but they also had something very clear to tell us they were like boss you have to come up with your own thought process always okay. always be in that um, uh, uh, that mindset of debate yeah exactly question everything question everything they have always i remember all our professors told us the same thing question everything which is where i think the west is lagging i think in the west they aren't questioning things anymore or either they are always questioning or they are not questioning at all you know mm-hmm. and i think in the west what happens is you know it's very common to hear this not my president you know it's like no i'm sorry he is your president whether you like it or not you know like the, when obama became president there were huge swathes of the population where they were like boss i'm not going to accept you as my president you know <laughs> you may be officially there but i won't accept you when donald trump became president it's so common and you know so apparent that there are huge swathes of the population saying you know you are not my president yes you know yes like in fact that that uh, some indian wannabes were posting in 2016 not my president i'm like bro you live in you you, you live in औरंगाबाद तेरे यहां पे पानी आधा घंटा आता है सुबह 5:30 बजे पानी भर तू नॉट माय प्रेसिडेंट मत डाल फेसबुक पे बट बट दैट्स माय दैट दैट्स माय ओनली प्रॉब्लम बट या इन जनरल आई थिंक इट्स वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट टू नॉट वर्शिप एनीवन और एनी आइडियोलॉजी फॉर दैट मैटर यू नो वेदर इट्स लेफ्ट विंग और राइट विंग यू नो यू शुड ओनली वर्शिप गुड आइडियाज गुड एग्जीक्यूशन एंड गुड टेनेट्स ऑफ अ डेमोक्रेसी वेयर यू क्वेश्चन एवरीथिंग एंड many a times i see and of course i consider myself a little center right uh, as i said i'm centrist mainly but culturally i'm center right politically i'm mad center okay i just hate both sides equally and i believe that is important uh, to have a critical view on things 
you know Correct. and uh, yeah and obviously there are certain see if you think about it our governance is actually also quite common sense based okay although the, the i mean i might take those words back at a later stage but if you look at uh, this thing something like uh, uh, what is that aadhar yeah okay aadhar was started during congress and it was started by nandan nilekani if you know that he was one of yes. the founders of infosys yes. correct yes. Uh, nandan nilekani started out aadhar and everyone is like the moment the bjp comes out you know like these guys are going to kick it out but no you had nandan nilekani successfully convince these guys and these guys are also like you know what this is good you know so we need that consistency in uh, uh, governance and we also need the consistency from our side in terms of questioning that will aadhar be uh, privacy proof you know is it safe are they keeping our data safe you know i think that mm-hmm. is also important although i i genuinely believe aadhar is quite safe okay and you can send me 10 links to disprove me i'll happily read them but i i mean i support the whole action as all i'm saying i support the whole process of being able to question because the day you're not able to question something or someone uh, you might as well join corporate thank <laughs> 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 oh yeah that's also true think about it right like if if people think like you know democracy sucks like have you seen comedy i mean yeah we are all part of it but you can't question people you can't question you can't. it is an autocracy or uh, if i can be bold enough uh, it it would be uh, dictatorship risky to say the least it is risky to say the least to uh, question people you know in certain environments and yes. uh, i think i think we shouldn't take it for granted to question people you know and uh, we are lucky that we are we are part of a generation and we are part of an era in india where we can actually question even our parents oh yes absolutely so so que- 15 years ago that was not possible that was not possible jo mummy papa ne keh diya wohi patthar ki lakki hai patthar ki lakki hai you same you were saying something yeah yeah no uh, i was saying the the importance of question questioning uh, it does not only like now that you mentioned uh, parents it does not only lie in in the area of uh, politics or corporate but it also extends to um, the <clears throat> the dogmatism that we have in a society and and the um, religious extremism uh, yeah right Un- unless you question everything uh, i mean i have al- always been uh, questioning the religious religion part of it and i have always been in a state of debate with my father uh, um, uh, pertaining to certain practices that uh, as a uh, as as a muslim i should be doing but i am not doing so why am i not doing and why should it be done uh, it it yeah. can be namaz or it can be uh, any other celebrating any other festival it can be bakreed where animals are sacrificed i can debate with my father that uh, there is no need to uh, kill an animal but he will say no uh, as a part of islam this is what has happened this is why we celebrate the festival it is a tradition unless you get on that healthy debate in all um, fields of your life um I, i would say that the questioning the questioning part is incomplete absolutely completely agree with you now that i now that i remember you know like even like as a hindu you know i i do question my parents you know and within hindus also there is so much of diversity as i mentioned you know there are caste sub caste within regions also there are so many differences language ka difference is ka difference rituals ka difference i i always question my parents i always question my parents okay if you are doing this why are we doing this at many a times i just stop at it if it's a very harm, harmless practice for example if uh, like every day 
uh, every day I'm saying every year uh, we celebrate someone Shraddh, and Shraddh is basically a death anniversary. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, so what we do is we feed crows. And why do we feed crows? It's because we believe that this crow is the embodiment and personification, not personification, embodiment uh, of our uh, ancestor. Of the person you know, who has passed away. Of that person, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we put it in a balcony or we put it outside, you know, somewhere on the street or something. And then we watch the crow come and eat it. Right. And then once, and we don't leave apparently until the crow eats it and leaves. And I believe, uh, and, and this is, and they do it. I've seen my parents do it many times, you know, whenever I have the time and whenever I am in, uh, in not in office, I've seen them do that. And I, I always get amused by it. And I, I, I know there is no point in asking. So so I'm not an asshole. I'm not going to go and uh, find reasons and poke into things like these and ask, is my logic? Batao. Obviously, it's my logic. Nahi hai. But I'm happy if they are happy. Correct? Correct. Yeah. But but if you're telling me ki because of this uh, religion of ours, there is something which needs to be practiced, which is against my, uh, you know, social, uh, you know, sense or against my ethics, I'm definitely not going to practice that. Because I know a friend, like she was telling me during, uh, like uh, in our wedding rituals, at least, I mean, there are friends who are okay with it, but I know a friend who's not, who said that in our weddings, uh, my parents have to uh, touch the feet of the groom, you know, in her caste uh, during their wedding rituals. And she's like, that's not going to happen. And, uh, you know, and I am also supposed to touch the feet of the groom and I'm not going to do that. And uh, when I when I uh, heard about it, I, I mean, I'm, I'm an illiterate in these terms, right? And when I first heard about it, I was shocked. I was like, oh, shit, aisa bhi hota hai kya? Mm. you know, and uh, she's like, yeah, aisa hota hai and I'm not going to let this happen in my wedding. And uh, I was like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and uh, so, so we are lucky enough that we can question these things. We can question authority. We can question religion too. We are extremely lucky we're in that era. And uh, we have the liberty to do it, basically. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important. I think it's important. So certain things, we let it pass. Certain things, uh, we will definitely fight against. At least that's what I feel. So, uh, Shamin, I think we had a great discussion on this. I think this was a heavy topic. I think we did justice to it. Uh, what do you think? Anything else you wanted to touch upon? Um, if if we need if uh, talking about uh, these things can take hours and hours, we can go on and on. Uh, but maybe we can have a second podcast to uh, have the actually touch upon and uh, yeah actually touch upon more topics yeah. in the future yeah. yeah yeah absolutely in the same realm uh thanks a lot chamin i hope your quarantine is going safe and you are mentally sane and uh, do take care and i hope uh, both mumbai and pune actually you know get rid of this corona menace as soon as possible yes yes i i wish and i hope for the same and uh, i would wish you and your family a good health and a safe quarantine at home Absolutely. Same to you, Shami. Thanks a lot. Take care and you're welcome again to Pole Ki Bowl in the future. Thank you, Paul.